Welcome to Zichud Avsi. My name is Rabbi Avram Goldhar, and today we're Zechus Yuma Dav Chav Zayin, the second parak Brishona. This is going to be an abbreviated shear. So the three topics we're going to focus on: number one, the Gemara brings up Bryce on the bottom Dav Chav Vav Amem Beis that teaches regarding a personal offering. Their skinning and dismemberment are equal in that they may be performed by a non-Kohen Azar. Chizkiel brings an initial source of this ruling, but it's refuted. After several attempts to identify the source, the Gemara concludes that it's from the falling Pusik concerning the burning of the limbs of an Ola. And the Kohen shall cause it all to go up in smoke. Now what does the superfluous mention of a Kohen come to teach? To exclude flaying and dismemberment from the requirement to have a Kohen perform it. Point number two, the Gemara expounds the following puzzle regarding the Ola offering. They shall arrange the sons of Aaron the Kohanim. They shall arrange, implies two. The sons of Aaron, implies two. Kohanim, implies two. We learn from this that the sheep of the Talmud requires six Kohanim to bring its parts to the ramp. Rav Hamnuna said Rabbi Lezer was bothered by the following difficulty. The above Pasuk is discussing the Ola offering brought from the cattle, which requires 24 Kohanim to carry their parts. So Rabbi Lezer then resolved the difficulty himself. The Pasuk concludes, On the wood that's on the fire that's on the Mizbeach. Now since these words are superfluous, since the previous Pasuk mentioned them as well, they must come to teach regarding a matter where they play a significant role. This must be a reference to the sheep of the Tamid. Rush explains that even if the previous day's arrangement is still burning, a new arrangement must be made for the Tamid. And point number three, Rabbi Zera objected to a ruling said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, that Zar Shesidr as a Maracha Chayv, a non-Kohen who arranged the wood on the Maracha as Chayv, referring to Misabidei Shemaim. Rabbi Zera said, Do you ever find an avoda that is valid if it's performed at night, and yet it's invalid if it's performed by a Zar? Since the arrangement of the wood on the Maracha can be done at night, it shouldn't require a Kohen. The Gemara objects to Rabbi Zera's assumption because of two reasons. It first points out, that burning the limbs and fats take place at night and must be performed by a Kohen, to which it answers that burning the limbs and fats, sofa voda diyamoyi, are considered the conclusion of the daytime of voda. It therefore bears greater significance, and a non-Kohen cannot perform it at night. It then points out that Trumas Adesha may be performed at night and yet requires a Kohen, to which it answers Tchilas avoda diyamoyi. It's viewed as the beginning of the daytime of voda. The Gemara concedes that Rabbi Zer's assumption stands and amends Rabbi Yochan's statement to Zar Shesidr Shnei Gezire Eitzim Chayv, a non-Kohen who arranged the two blocks of wood on the Maracha, is Chayv, referring to Misa Bidei Shemaim, due to it being a daytime avoda. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara brings up rice on the bottom of Chavav Amun Beis that teaches regarding a personal offering. Their skinning and dismemberment are equal in that they may be performed by a czar. Chizkiel brings an initial source for this ruling, but it's refuted. After several attempts to identify the source, the Gemara concludes that it's from the following Pusik concerning the burning of the limbs of an Ola. And the cone shall cause it all to go up in smoke. What does the superfluous mention of a cone come to teach? To exclude fling and dismemberment from the requirement to have a cone perform it. Point number two, the Gemara expands the following Pusik regarding the Ola offering. They shall arrange the sons of Aaron the Kohanim. They shall arrange implies two. The sons of Aaron implies two. Kohanim implies two. We learn from this that the sheep of the Talmud requires six Kohanim to bring its parts to the ramp. Rav Hamnuna said that Rebbe Lezer was bothered by the following difficulty. The above Pasuk is discussing the oil offering brought from cattle, which requires 24 Kohanim to carry their parts. Rebbe Lezer then resolved the difficulty himself that the Pasuk concludes, On the wood, 
that's on the fire, that's on the Mizbeach. Since these words are superfluous, since the previous Pasuk mentioned them as well, they must come to teach regarding a matter where they play a significant role. This must be a reference to the sheep of the tummy. Rashi explains that even if the previous day's arrangement is still burning, a new arrangement must be made for the tummy. And point number three, Rosetta objected to a ruling set in the name of Yochanan that Zar Shesida is a maracha chayev, a non kohen who arranged the wood on the maracha is chayev, referring to Misabidei Shemayim. Rabbi Zera said, Do you ever find an avoda that's valid if it's performed at night, and yet it's invalid if it's performed by a czar? Since the arrangement of the wood on the maracha can be done at night, it shouldn't require a kohen. The Gemara objects to Rabbi Zera's assumption because of two reasons. It first points out that burning the limbs and fats takes place at night and must be performed by a kohen, to which it answers that burning the limbs and fats, so avoda the yamahi, are considered the conclusion of the daytime avoda. It therefore bears greater significance and a non-kohen cannot perform it at night. It then points out that Trumas Adeshin may be performed at night and yet requires a kohen, to which it answers Tchilas Avoda Diyamahi. It's viewed as the beginning of the daytime avoda. The Gemara concedes that Rabbi Zer's assumption stands and amends Rabbi Yochan's statement to Zar Shasidah Shnei Gaziri Eitzim a non-kohen who arranged the two blocks of wood on the Marachah is Chai, referring to Misa Shemaim, due to it being a daytime avoda. All right, so now we go to Simmer Dov Chavzayin, and our standard simon is a kazoo, which is this musical toy instrument children blow into that makes a buzzing sound. So here goes. The children who joyously blew their kazoos when they saw their non-kohen tati skin and dismember an offering, rahashed by six kohanim carrying parts of the tamid, who heard them all night blowing when their father put wood on the Marachah. Once again, in slow motion. The children who joyously blew their kazoos, kazoos, that must mean we're on Dav Chavzayin. The children who joyously blew their kazoos when they saw their non-kohen tati, skin and dismember an offering, which reminds the more brings a Bryce on the bottom of Dav base that teaches regarding a personal offering, Hebshetim B'nituchin Shavim Bizar. Their skinning and dismemberment are equal in that they may be performed by a czar. Chizki brings initial sources ruling, but it's refuted, and after several attempts to identify the source, the Gemara concludes that it's from the following pasuk concerning the burning of the limbs of an ola. And the Kohen shall cause it all to go up in smoke. What does the superfluous mention of the Kohen come to teach? To exclude flaying and dismemberment from the requirement to have a Kohen perform it. So the children who joyously blew their kazoos when they saw their non-Kohen tati, skin and dismemberment offering, rahashed by six Kohanim carrying parts of the Tamid. Which reminds the more expounds the following Pasuk in the Ola offering, they shall arrange the sons of Aaron the Kohanim. They shall arrange implies to. The sons of Aaron implies to. Kohanim implies to. We learn from this that the sheep of the Tamid requires six Kohanim to bring its parts to the ramp. Rabbi was bothered by the following difficulty. The above Pasuk is discussing the old offering brought from cattle, which requires 24 Kohanim to carry their parts. Rabbi then resolved the difficulty himself. That the Pasuk concludes, On the wood that's on the fire that's on the Mizbeach. Since these words are superfluous, since the previous Pasuk mentioned them as well, they must come to teach regarding a matter where they play a significant role. This must be a reference to the sheep of the Tamid. Rashi explains that even if the previous day's arrangement is still burning, a new arrangement must be made for the Tamid. So the children who joyously blew their kazoos when they saw their non-Kohen Tati skin and dismember an offering, rahashed by six Kohanim carrying parts of the Tamid, who heard them all night blowing when their father put wood on the Maracha. Which reminds us, Rabbi Zerah objected to ruling said in the name of Yochanan, that Zar Shesidr Esamaracha Chayev, 
Anan kun arranged the wood on the marache is chayev, referring to misbedei shemayim. Rabbi Zera said, bizarre. Do you ever find an avoda that's valid if it's performed at night, and yet it's invalid if it's performed by a czar? Since the arrangement of the wood on the marache can be done at night, it should not require a koan. The Gemara objects to Rabbi Zera's assumption because of two reasons, and each one is refuted. The Gemara concedes that Rabbi Zera's assumption stands, and amends Rabbi Yochanan's statement to, Zar shesidr shnei gezire eitzim chayev. A non-Kohen who arranged the two blocks of wood on the Maracha is Chayev, referring to Mishmidei Shemaim, due to it being a daytime avoda. So once again, the children who joyously blew their kazoos when they saw their non-Kohen Tati skin and dismember an offering were hushed by six Kohanim carrying parts of the Tamid, who heard them all night blowing when their father put wood on the Maracha. All right, that concludes this year. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.